How are we there, guys? And welcome to another episode of the Smashing Crossbar Podcast. I'm your host, Josh, as always. Ben's with me again, as always. How are you, buddy? I'm good, mate, considering that last week, or the end of last week, I had to have myself and the, and the entire family a COVID test, but we're all good. We're all in the negative. Absolutely. It's all in the negative. Absolutely. In the negatives. That's it's what you want. Friggin', um, what are we now? 6.0. Friggin' lockdowns. Lockdown so 6. I got 0. an extra long RDO weekend. Bloody beautiful. Um, yeah, so pretty much on tonight's show, we are lucky enough to be joined by new recruit, fresh, off the um, off his trials and so forth with the club. New con- well, obviously one year contract to hopefully um, see how he goes. Michael Weir, and um, obviously other than that, we'll be talking about obviously the Jets in general. We'll talk a bit of A League. We'll talk a bit of the Premier League, and obviously who tipped who and Obviously, how everyone went in the crossbar capers tipping comp. Um, well, not well, not, not well, well this week. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, as I said, guys, first things first. Feel free if you've got any questions for Michael, whack him in the chat. Um, as I said, we're pretty open here, and I'm sure he'll be happy to answer any questions you guys have. So, Michael, mate, welcome. First of all, welcome to the club. Thanks for having me, guys. And obviously, welcome to the podcast. So, yeah, no, thank you. Thank you for coming. Um, so, mate, we may as well start with the easy win, get it out of the way. How did it all happen? Uh, well, I was just sitting in my, my house for four weeks, like everyone was, waiting for the season to resume. And I was lucky enough to get a get a call from Arthur asking me to, to come up and, you know, show what I've got. And got the, on the plane there straight away. And, yeah, it was lucky enough to, to get the opportunity and show what I've got for the, the upcoming season. Well, absolutely. Obviously, it's no secret from Pappas's time down here in Melbourne coaching. Um, there's probably a good chance of where he's seen you play. Um, obviously, week in, week out. Obviously, probably scouted you a little bit as well, but obviously, coaching down here helped. Um, so, obviously, you've signed on a one-year deal. Um, impressed at your trial, obviously, as you said. Um, Former, or now, now obviously former Hume City captain. Uh, what is it? Goalkeeper of the year, dual goalkeeper of the year, I believe as well, and five years at the club. So, how was that? How was your time at Hume, mate? Yeah, look, when I was when I came down to Hume, I was still young. I think I was eighteen or, or nineteen, and and they were good enough to to give me the chance, and you know they they treated me like family from from the day one, and. It was really just a enjoyable time. You know, we had some ups, we had plenty of downs too, and you know, it was just a, it was always great to be at the club, no matter what was going on. You know, you always felt welcome, and yeah, I've got, I've got all the time in the world for Hume and everyone there. So, such a such a great club. Absolutely, obviously, you want a bit of silverware as well, mate. Can't yeah, Lockerty <laughs> Cup. It was it was good. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, obviously, you also played, I believe, Brisbane Strikers. Yeah, yeah. So I spent two years at Strikers. Yeah. Um, it was a pretty, pretty successful two years there. A couple of premierships and yeah, good FFA Cup runs as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we were lucky enough to, to play City in, the, I think it was maybe round of 16. And that was, that was incredible. It was Timmy Cahill's first, first game in Australia. And yeah, the turnout was great in Brisbane. Yeah, bloody oath. And obviously, as I said, no um, no slouch of a club, obviously. Brisbane Strikers, very well known, very successful club 
in their own right. Um, so, yeah, obviously to go from them to obviously then Hume and with a bit of success and obviously a good good squad over the last couple of seasons, um, minus COVID, um, yeah. which, which, you know, ruined everything for everybody. So um, how did it all begin, mate? Obviously, you know, it's no secret. Obviously, I've I've played, Ben's played, and I'm sure majority of the guys and girls in the chat have um, played at some capacity as well. It's it's safe to say the goalkeeping position is definitely not one you want to get your get, you have to go in and do. Obviously, if you're in a um, social you're aspect, you know, who's, <laughs> yeah, who's going to don the keeping shirt this week? Um, and it's probably not one that really anyone puts their hand up for. So, how how did that come about, mate? Was it by choice? Oh, uh, look, like I, I was centre forward till under oh. 15s. I think it was. You know, I, I thought I was a the greatest centre forward scorer, maybe one or two goals every couple of months. Um, but I think one of our keeper at the time, he, he popped his shoulder out and, you know, be the tallest, I guess, got all the fingers pointed at me. So <laughs> jumped in there and it just did all right. So I just ended up staying there. Nice and simple. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Nice and simple, straight from, 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 from one end of the pitch to the other, strike and banging the goals into being pinned if you, if you concede one. Yeah, 100%. I still think I'm a better outfield player, but oh. I guess, I guess. Time will tell. Hey, mate, Newcastle Jets has been screaming for a decent number nine for a while, so it doesn't all make sure, obviously, um, you, get, you get Pappas to let you out a little bit and get, get you roaming. I was begging uh, Heggs, Heggity at um, Hume yeah. to, to let me do that, but yeah, he never, never gave me the chance. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose at the end of the day, if Jason Hoffman can bounce around the pitch from striker to every other position, surely, surely Pappas can give you a go. Absolutely. Maybe, maybe, just, a, maybe just a spot kick. New penalty. Yeah, yeah new penalty taker. <laughs> um, welcome Sparring DK as well, mate. Welcome Luke. Obviously, Aiden's in here as well, and obviously whoever else is in here, everyone... Once a ball playing keeper these days, absolutely. Um, which pretty much brings me into the next question: of what type of keeper are you? What What do you prefer? Do you like to play with your feet, obviously? Or yeah, look, I think playing playing with my feet's preferred. Yeah. Uh, I I try. I, I had a year of just kicking it long, and you know it wasn't it didn't work for me personally. And honestly, I don't think my hammies can kick long for very very long, <laughs> but. Um, for me, yeah, playing out is, is my sort of style and, you know, obviously making the saves and whatnot, that's, that's enjoyable. But I think the pressure coming with playing out and trying to be composed and making decisions under, you know, under a press, I kind of enjoy that as well. So, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, as, as, and that's it. It is sort of one of the, the common things for a keeper these days. Um, as good as you are with your hands, obviously coaches that look for someone who can definitely play with their feet and sort of use you as a you know defender, I suppose, if if you like. Um Aiden's just popped in with a question, mate. Just to confirm, how tall are you exactly? Oh uh, well I say I measured when I was eighteen, it was one nine nine point five centimeters. So I think that's six six. And I I've never measured since, so I'm just gonna stick with just under two meters. Very good. Very good. Just under the crossbar. Um, <laughs> he can use me as a coaster for his drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Um, so, yeah, obviously, uh, what have we got in here? Good evening, Matty. Welcome, buddy. 
Who is your team you support in the Premier League? Oh, Chelsea. Chelsea. I used oh. to absolutely adore the Premier League. And as I grew older, you know, it was a bit hard to watch it, but Chelsea threw it through. Very good. And who did I tip to win the Premier League this year? Shut up. <laughs> Let's good not man. talk about tips this week. <laughs> I'm, I'm a diehard Reds fan. I'm love Liverpool through and through. Like, love the Reds. Like, ridiculous. Um, but I don't know. It's like Chelsea, Chelsea this year, they, they're looking very strong. If they can stay. Stay fit. Um, My answer to that be... is, is what's the Premier League again? Oh, you'll get there one day, mate. Don't <laughs> you, what do you, you mean we'll <laughs> get there again one day? Again, maybe in the next couple of decades. Maybe. Um, yeah, exactly right. Um, so, obviously, you've been in Newcastle for a little bit. What's, yep. what's some of the well, – you haven't been able to do a great deal, I suppose. You can't really get out too much with your 5K radius, as I think they've got locked in there these days. But have you been able to see a little bit of the town? Obviously, been out of the beach and stuff like that. Yeah, look, I've seen my kitchen, uh, lounge room. It's just been good. Um, <laughs> I've run down, gone down to the beach, this quality. Um, growing up near the Gold Coast, obviously, I love the, the waves. And um, moving down to Melbourne, speaking to some of the boys, and they're like, oh, we've got good beaches. And they took me to St Kilda. I was never been so disappointed in my life. But <laughs> Newcastle, Newcastle's brilliant. I feel you, pain. <laughs> when I first moved out here, same thing. It's like, there's some beaches. Altona, Trinkitton. St Kilda. They're not beaches. Mate, it, do you know how disappointed it was? And you had to travel, I had to travel just over an hour just to get to freaking Torquay to <laughs> see a sand and water. Like, and then disappointed by the waves. It's like, there's nothing. I'm like, this is ridiculous. It's where Newcastle, we're just so lucky. It's just beautiful coastline, freaking, you travel an hour from like, you know, from the top of Nobby's down. You've gone past like nearly 15 beaches almost. Yeah, it's unreal, isn't it? Yeah, it's just so good. So yeah. good. What am I moved down here again? BK's got the right <laughs> idea. 89th minute corner float, floats up into the box for a big goal. For a big goal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do we got? What's Elliot? Uh, how you going, Elliot? Welcome, mate. Uh, what's this? Boy, Sturridge is coming. Called it weeks ago. Called it weeks ago. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, obviously, you know, first chance, obviously, in the A League. Um, I, be- I believe, unless you, you can pr- tell me otherwise, f- first chance. Yeah, first first yeah. opportunity. That first opportunity, first crack at obviously the big time. Um, I suppose a question I've got in regards to obviously the MPL. Obviously, Ben and I have spoken about it a number of times. Where you know the jump is just so big. You know, I'm sure you've obviously played with a lot of players. Um, over the time that's had their chance, obviously recently uh, Mitch Cooper, you know Newcastle boy, um, killed it at the start of his career. Obviously got his chance and so forth, and just sort of never, you know, held on to it. Um, but obviously it's just such an up and down sort of situation. Do you find obviously the jump from from what you've from what you've experienced recently, just training? Um, what's that jump been like for you? Obviously, is it is it completely different? Is it the same sort of training? Oh, obviously, obviously, it's, it's the step up. You know, all, all the players are just that that step quicker and um, step sharper and whatnot. And I think I think you know, there's there's unreal MPL players too. And if if they had the the opportunity to have full time training and the facilities that you know, A League A League teams have, I think they'd be able to to step up as well. Um, 
but when you when you're training three days a week, you know you're working all days. You're always going to be that step step behind, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I suppose that's the biggest thing. Obviously, you know why. Obviously, we believe we need that second division. Um, not so much for the teams and stuff like that, but just obviously to give more players chances and hopefully contracts. You know what I mean? Full time contracts where they've got that middle step. You know, it's not a massive leap from obviously the NPL where it is to the A League, and when they get there, it's holy cow. <laughs> this is a jump and a half. Um, is where obviously we get that second division in. Hopefully, it's a little bit easier. For obviously, players like yourself, whether it be mm. goalkeepers or on um, obviously outfield players and stuff like that. So, um, time will tell, I suppose, isn't it? Time, time will tell whether the whether the second division comes along and makes it a little bit easier for a professional athlete. Uh, Lukey, welcome, mate. Welcome, Lucas. There's someone else. Uh, we've got Jan, Jan the man's here. How are you, buddy? Jan the man. Uh, what goalkeepers did you look up to as a kid? Who was your role model? I was, I was just growing up. I was looking at number nine. And obviously, Trogba was there. But goalkeeper-wise, I've got to say Petr Cech. Just, you know, the, the setback he had to possibly never playing again to coming through and continuing to be the best keeper in the world. Yeah, you know, that's that's a that's a role model. Yep, yep, absolutely. Obviously, you know, you, can, you can't really go past that. Being a Chelsea fan, obviously, um, Lucas, he's a Chelsea fan. If you come in a little bit late, mate, so um, yeah, no, no bias there. No, but no bias. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, King of the Lurks arrived. Oh, Noopy, welcome, mate. Could have picked some of the biggest biggest goalkeepers in the world. Stick stick in his backyard with Chelsea. Peter Check. <laughs> Not not saying that he wasn't a, a shit. He was he was a shit keeper. Oh, he's class. He was a good keeper. He's class. Um, obviously, oh, just lost my page there. Right, yeah, beautiful. Um, I was going to say something. But I totally forgot about. It. Oh, do you have a prefer- obviously we don't know the kit numbers and stuff like that. But do you have a preferred kit number? Obviously, I'm pretty sure. Well, Duncan had twenty last year, did he? Duncan. Yeah, 20. he had a weird one. He had a weird one. He had a weird one. Number number for you, mate. Do you have a do you, do you have a preference or you just? Oh, not really. No, at the end of the day, it's just it's on the back of the shirt. You know, you can't really you see it when you're playing. Um, <laughs> as long as there's a number there, I'm, I'm content. Yeah, very good, very good. It's not, it's not like those weird ones, like it's you know 87 or <laughs> 99 or like a good friend Dar <laughs> loves loves an odd odd weird number. You know, number one's available. Ah, uh, 99. Loves a good. weird kit. Loves yeah, a weird Duncan. goalkeeping kit. 23, Duncan. That's right. 23. 23, Duncan. Had. Um, obviously, you, you come obviously come into the club. Obviously, Duncan's in front of you, obviously. Um, you've got Noah James there as well. Good youth, obviously. Kid who's been with the club, obviously, for a fair bit. Spent a bit of time last year at Western Sydney Wanderers. Um, what's the time? What's, what's the training been like, obviously, training with those two guys? Yeah, look, Dunks. Firstly, he's you know, he's an experienced professional, and mm. I, I'm trying to be trained with him what a month now, and I'll just try and watch him his technique and everything like that. He, he's so technically um, quality that he's a good good player to learn off, you know. Yeah. Um, and then Noah as well. He's he's just a top bloke. He's the same. He's he's got a bit of experience about him too, and you know, being around my age, I, I can learn from his experiences as well, and. The little union that we've got, it's, it's a quality group. 
uh, only been there a month, as, as I said, but, you know, it's, we're all getting along. We're all pushing each other and all competing, and that's, that's what it's about. 100%. Absolutely. It's it's the aim of the game, I suppose. You want to be the number one at the end of the day, no matter the, the experience of obviously the blokes in front of you and everything else. It's, yeah, at the end of the day, if you're pushing yourself, you're pushing them and, yeah. Yeah, exactly making, right. Making the club, as, the club a whole um, yeah. a better, you know, better stance. Exactly. That's obviously what we want. Exactly. Like, if it's competition between us, but at the end of the day, we're all working towards the same the same objective and, if we're all pushing each other every time we step on the training pitch, it's only going to result in, in good things. Yeah, absolutely. Um, obviously, your time so far, as I said, it's been short, but obviously, Pappas, how's he been, how's he been mate? What's he been like at training? Yeah, he gets the best out of you. Um, <laughs> he, he demands 100%, and as he should, every time you step on that pitch, even off the pitch too, it, it's not just... Know what you do on the pitch. Every decision you make with the, with life, or what you do after training, or that he expects that to be done at full full capacity or full intensity, and hopefully it gets the best on the pitch from what you do off the pitch. And with him pushing you and making sure you're doing all the right things, it, it's obviously going to improve you as a not just a player but as a person as well. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. As I said, I think he's. For the Jets, obviously, it's it's something completely different, you know. I mean, we've been up, we've been down, you know. We're we're so used to, like, not not so much failure, but obviously just on the cusp of semi-finals, you know. Like seventh place is just a a thing for us, and so forth. And it's been good, obviously, just to watch Pappas come in and virtually just change everything. You know what yeah. I mean? Like whatever, con- you know, whether you had a two-year contract or whatever it was before he rocked up, doesn't matter. matter. Everyone was sort of on the same playing field and he's shaking everything up. He's brought in God knows how many players are up to now. Friggin' it's something that the Jets have never seen, obviously, from a fan's point of view. Um, watching so many players come in. Um, how's the how's the how's the team been? You know what I mean? Like obviously you've got on the coaching staff and that where Pappas obviously demands a lot. Um, Carl Dodd, obviously, we've had on the show before and had the lucky enough to meet him and so forth. And, you know, he demands so much, obviously, with his international coaching ability and that. But um, how have the players been? Obviously, there's plenty of jokers in there, just from previous yeah. experiences. <laughs> um, there's, there's, some, boys, but... there's some characters, 100%. Um, yeah. But I think because there are a lot of players being brought in, um, obviously, we don't have our families in Newcastle with us and, yeah. You know, we've we've just become, you know, one big family and that's what what we gotta do because otherwise you you get lonely, I guess you could say, and um with us all there um treating to our family, you know, it's it's gonna get the best out of us on the field and obviously we're gonna end up closer at the end of the day. Yeah, I suppose that's that's the biggest thing as well, you know. We've been um you know, COVID's just it's so hard to obviously um, to know what's going to happen next week, let alone what's going to happen in a month's time and so forth. As you said, families and so forth are struggling, obviously, to get up and you know get get your family in and around you and so forth. Um, and I suppose I think the biggest thing is for us fans is it's something that we're not used to seeing. You mm. know what I mean? Like, obviously, we're so used to, let's be honest, been obviously in the last couple of years, homegrown talent. Yeah. Um, you know, we've been lucky to have obviously a lot of Newcastle guys playing at home, your Hoffmans, your Boogs, your Toppers, and so forth, where family's there. Yeah. You know, they, they get they go home every day and 
Um, they see their family and stuff like that, and it's where this year's going to be completely different. The amount of international, um, not even international, just international slash obviously players that have obviously come from um, other A League clubs, it's not going to be the same. Yeah, maybe for a little bit. Yeah, you know I mean, like, do you have do you have a rough idea when you're expecting to get obviously your partner up, or is it just sort of just open? Uh, for me personally. Um... My partner's coming up when oh it's been it's been an absolute grind to try and get a a house in Newcastle firstly, but yeah. um, in the next couple of weeks she she should be right to come up. Yeah. Um but for the other boys, especially the boys coming from overseas, no. yeah, who who knows for those boys yeah. and Yeah, and that's the biggest thing, you know. It's like twelve months it's some of them obviously are only in twelve month contracts and so forth. So yeah. it's like she's you know, you bring them all the way over and then by the by the time I hopefully get him here, you know, I mean it's almost the season's almost done, so it could be almost twelve months before they see family and friends and yeah. stuff like that. It's a bit of a pain, but at the end of the day, as I said, it's, Newcastle's a great place to live and it's a great place to be and the, the people in it are amazing, you know, and they always get behind you guys and obviously get behind um the teams obviously in Newcastle, the Knights, the Jets obviously. So, um yeah, you'll be fine there, mate. They're they're nice and happy go lucky sort of people and as long as we're winning. Isn't that right, Ben? Hundred percent. I mean, uh, to be brutally honest, I think I think it's the first time since the Tinkler era that we've seen at the club major wholesale changes to the playing squad. Yeah, it's got this air of sort of freshness about it. Hmm. Yeah, it, it's been good. It's been good. Um, to just to see, obviously, you know, some like change. You know what mm. I mean? Like, obviously, it's still open days, obviously, without, with the ownership of the club. Mm. Obviously, being owned by X, X amount of A-League clubs isn't ideal. You know what I mean? Considering, obviously, they're worrying about their own clubs as well. But it's good to finally see a number of clubs come in and obviously want the Jets in the, in the competition for starters. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, they could have just gone, we could, but if he's piss off, <laughs> makes Things would be a bit easier. It's one team less we've got to worry about um, for the moment. So the fact that they've come in and obviously backed the Hunter as a mm. whole, obviously, you know, they're not going to move it to wherever they were looking at moving it and stuff like that um, is good to see. So obviously, um, yeah, we, we can only go up. That's the biggest thing, you know. We can, only, we can only go up from where we've sort of been and, you know, we know where we can get to, obviously, grand final a couple of years ago. Rele- relegation, obviously, you know, well, not relegation, obviously, wooden spooners then to the freaking grand final. Then we've taken a backwards step a little bit, but... um. But yeah, mate, obviously, at the end of the day, we, we wish you well. Obviously, we wish you good luck, obviously, um, for trying to, you know, crack in there. You, you know better than anyone, mate, obviously, being, you know, before this, semi-professional, obviously, with Hume and stuff like that, it's it's competitive, you know what I mean? And you got to bust your ass, obviously, to get to what you, what you want. And um, at the end of the day, we wish, obviously, whoever comes to the club the best of luck. And obviously, if that means you knocking Duncan out for it, mate, that's what it is, and as you said beforehand, it's it's yeah, it, it, it's friendly, but at the end of the day, you all want the one thing. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, believe what did Aiden put in there? Aiden put something. Oh, we got obviously you're so you're born in Brisbane. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So born in Brisbane, a bit of time in Melbourne. Um. Who, who did you support in the A League? Not that not that it matters, but did you have a team? Obviously, yeah, I, I did. Um, they're not around anymore. The old North Queensland Fury. Oh, uh, 
Yeah, they were they were my boys, I guess you could say, and yeah, yeah, not anymore. Um, maybe maybe like maybe like um, Birmingham Ben one day. Shut um, up. <laughs> we're going to talk about them this week, thanks. They're still um they're still they're still kicking the ball, so they have still got the tag and the name and everything. <laughs> yeah, else. just yeah, <laughs> true. Um. Right, yeah, what have we got? Jets to make semi-finals in both the A League and W League this season. He's hoping so. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. It'd be good to see. Um, is there any last questions, guys, before we let Michael go? As we said, obviously just get him on for a little bit, welcome him to the club, get a few questions. Um, as we said, fresh fresh um fresh to the team and so forth. There's not much really we can sort of ask him and so forth. He doesn't know a great deal. Um is is there if if you have you got a Practical jokers out of the group so far, mate. Is there someone there that you sort of just rock up to training and you go, this ought to be good? <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess Jordan Jordan he's pretty yeah, pretty oh, good yeah. character. Yeah. He's, he's he's very vocal. Um he's yeah. one of the boys good boys to be around. So no, but there's a few. There's a few. There's a few. Uh, as um as the goat getting around, mate, is he is he is he cutting the grass for us every week? Friggin' um Jason Hoffman. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's he's still going around. He's he's still got quality. So he's yeah, he's one of those one of those lads you just learn off. Yeah, yeah, he's like the Jets. He's like the Jets. Um, bloody Milner. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's the Jets. Mister Utility keep, just keeps ticking over. Just wherever you want me, Gaffer, you'll be right. I'll play. <laughs> Put me in goals. I'm I'm good. <laughs> that I'd like to see. Fourth contender. Um. Uh, what do we got? What's his? Oh, sorry, sorry, Lucas. I did see that earlier, mate. My apologies. Um, your boot of choice. Oh, I'm not, I'm not very fussy on the boots. Um, Piempos would be my boot of choice, Piempo. but uh, they got they got to be black. Uh, I can't I can't do color that well, and oh, I definitely can't do like yeah materials materials and keepers. I, I just don't see that working. So Ooh. the basic black black boot. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, Freaking, I don't know. Yeah, some people just sort of just yeah. They, they got around last season. To be fair, they're just a straight black boot. It was it was quite yeah. It was good. Nice you know, you see some of the random crap they bring out and the bright colours and all that sort of shit. And you sort of the olden days. I, 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 was, I um, never had. I never ever had fancy boots. Well, I think it was uh, was it Diamante? Friggin' the, the old friggin' Adidas, the old nineteen. Yeah, the retro like, ones. Jet black with his old white striped Adidas boots. It was just yeah, like they're like my um, my last set of Umbros that I had. Yeah. Like he just pulled them out of his grandfather's closet back in friggin' Rome or wherever in, in Italy somewhere. But he um, it was choice. Uh, what do we got? Good pick, Lucas says. I agree. Too flashy. Oh, socks above or below the knees? Oh, I'd say below the knees. I'm not doing many many step overs. I'm not Neymar, so keep it below the knees. <laughs> oh well, below. The oh, who knees. knows, mate? Maybe he's a Peter Galaxy. Maybe he likes the old grey trackies. The old grey trackies. The old grey trackies. Let's go. Absolutely. What? Yeah, yeah. You need to see more of that. I reckon. Freaking the whole the the goalkeepers with their tracksuit. <laughs> so so obviously you've got black boots. You want? Do you need? So you got a certain glove, black black gloves, or you don't give a shit? No, it used to be the old black gloves. I'm, I'm lucky RG gloves help me out, and they, they usually just match match the kit, I guess. Yeah, yeah. That's so whatever cool. whatever color the kit is, I'll try and get some gloves similar. Very good, very Beautiful. good. Beautiful. Well, 
Well, other than that, guys, we are going to let him go. Um, obviously, we uh, we wish him, as we said, the best of luck for the season. Um, you know, bust his ass and so forth, and hopefully get another contract next year. Um, and as I said, guys, friggin', we're getting closer and closer to the season. So obviously, hopefully, we'll be able to get a few more of the players on to obviously, um, especially the new recruits and so forth. To um, welcome them to the club, obviously, first of all, but obviously to you know get get a little bit of insight to how they tick and obviously, um, you know, their preferences in obviously boots off boots and whatever it may be, rolled rolled socks above the knees, and <laughs> as Lucas has put it in here, which is fantastic. Um, yeah. Bring it on. Uh, what do you got? Elliot, final one, right? Any superstitions, mate? I don't know where it came from, but just before before each whistle um, at each half, I just punched the crossbar and turned around and clap. I don't know how I started doing that, but here we are. Punch the crossbar, but then the clap. Yeah, yeah clap on the turn. Uh, I'm not sure where it's come from, but got to go with it now. Absolutely. See, anyone sees him with friggin' bloody shit around his wrist or friggin' strapping around his wrist and shit like that, he's punched it too bloody hard. <laughs> <laughs> we know what's happened. <laughs> that's, I wouldn't be, pun- um, wouldn't be punching the crossbars on the coast. You might catch something. Yeah, well, that's exactly all we've talked about. <laughs> a quick one there, obviously. If he's having, guys, if he's have not seen, I'll put it on the Facebook page. If he's have not seen the highlight package that Hume obviously looked after, Michael obviously and sent him off obviously with a massive highlight reel mm. of um, some some of the stuff that you can expect to see when he's um when he's given his chance. Um, the save against the Central Coast Mariners is top yes. class. It was yeah. You're just sort of watching all the other ones through there, mate. And I was like, yep, 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 yep. And then I was like, Central Coast Mariners. I'm like, oh, this ought to be good. <laughs> Everything's going to be good against the coast, and the, the save was yeah, top draw, top draw, mate. Yeah, boys. <laughs> Um, anyway, guys, be sure to obviously, you know, as I said, you've got a month to or so roughly to before the season starts. Um, come up with a team song, come up with a song, something like that for him. Get behind him, obviously. Um, you know, be sure, obviously, when the boys get around and so forth after the games and so forth. Now that we're in Melbourne, I can't do it myself every week. Um, yeah, you know, just support the boys and obviously get behind him and so forth. And yeah, best of luck for the season, buddy. Best of luck. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Take it easy, mate. See you, mate. Cheers. Bye. Yeah.